You want cookies? All right. You're going to have to steal the chocolate from Olivia. And then you're going to get an extra bar for me. We eat a lot of jello. You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. And now you're going to die. Broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp Command Center here in wonderful New Hampshire, where the weather doesn't know what it wants to do, and neither does the Walking Dead. I don't know what that means. I just know, I that know I'm what Bob it means. Pony. Oh, you know what it means. <laughs> I know what it means. All right. Well, joining me as always, my fellow survivors, underground and secure location to the north, it's the busy zombie lord himself, Lou Page. I want cookies. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> I don't oh. care about your problems or your cookies. I want Jello. Huge douchebag. Um, <laughs> that's really that's a really quiet huge douchebag. How, how's this? Huge douchebag. <laughs> that that's better? much better. I I could actually hear it now. Now I feel like a douchebag. Yeah. Well, speaking of douchebags, <laughs> um, it's Ryan Murphy, Canada. Hey, Yo, I'm not going to acknowledge that with a response, even though I <laughs> yeah, just sorry did about that. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, nah, that music sounds really familiar. I don't know where I got it from. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think I've gotten probably a different song each uh, show so far for The Walking Dead. I'm not 100% sure. I'd have to go back and actually listen, but uh, I'm going to try and make it a thing. I think I was going to say, I think it's been almost every episode. And uh, we'll get into into why that song's important later in the show. Mm. (laughs) Uh, First, we, we we were off for a week, guys. Yeah. 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 And uh, we skipped a week of uh, The Walking Dead. <laughs> and uh, did I don't we, think it Did we much. really? No, <laughs> yeah. I don't think it did. I don't well, think we skipped anything except for, like, some solid uh, spinoff news. Yeah. Well, you know what? Speaking of that, before we get into our Walking Dead discussion, because we got some stuff to talk about, um, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and break it down with the, uh, with the news first. How's that sound? That Good. sounds I fantastic. Got, I just gotta find yeah, the, I just gotta find the button. I'm just gonna stall for a second. Here, I got it. The virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. Two seasons of the spin-off have been ordered. Two. Two. And it doesn't even have a title yet. It's called the spin-off. <laughs> I, I thought it was called Cobalt. the Walking Spin-off. I don't know. Um, I I'm excited that they've announced that there's going to be two seasons because you know what? It's it's nice to see channels having faith in what they're building, even if it is like related to a current you know property that's doing really well. But uh, they well, must have seen something that they liked. Well, then that's great. But like Lou and I were talking for like an hour before you got on the call. Um, <laughs> a little inside baseball. But uh we were we were talking about is it too much walking dead content? 
I, I I'll gotta let Lu- say, Lu- yeah. I, I want to say, I think it is. The other day, I was in a Toys R Us, and they had like a dozen Walking Dead board games on the, on on a shelf. And then I went someplace else, and I got hit in the face with more Walking <laughs> Dead stuff. And then I went someplace else, and there was more Walking Dead stuff. And I was like, okay, I get it. The show is popular. And then I went home, and I saw the news headline. Spinoff has been renewed for two seasons. And I was like, really? I'm sorry, but all I can picture is just you actually getting hit in the face by something. Yeah. The Walking Dead. Like Where are you shopping that they're throwing <laughs> shit at you? <laughs> But uh, no. it's called Newberry Comics. <clears throat> you know. What, oh, though? okay. Well, you're. I don't know. Like, I love The Walking Dead. I love the show. I love the comic. But if this show promised me to be something really original from The Walking Dead, I would be okay with it. But my fear is it's going to be Walking Dead Two. Boogaloo. Uh, that's that's yeah. a solid fear. But let let me put it this way, folks. Okay. Put it this. Let's way. look. Let's look at what what everything else we have going on. We're strictly talking zombies. We're not even talking about a saturated, like, just so much TV to watch. We're talking about zombies. This is a show that's going to premiere outside of the normal Walking Dead sort of, uh, sort of run. So when Walking Dead finishes at the end of April, at some point in the summer, we're going to get six episodes of the spinoff. And the second scene of this season of the spinoff will probably run around the same time after The Walking Dead. We know The Walking Dead is great zombie content. Let's look at the other great zombie content that we're currently digesting right now. Resident Evil Revelations 2 Episode 1 Penal Colony? Not really doing it for us. Uh, (laughs) What else is there? The Dead Rising movie shows promise. Yeah, it does. Uh, iZombie has been getting great reviews, but I have not watched it. It's actually probably just finished premiering as of this recording. Yes. So when I see AMC, you know, expanding on this concept... And there was other news that came out alongside this that uh, I just want to make sure I'm not scooping us. No, I'm not. Um, the spinoff, while starting as a prequel, is actually going to catch up and possibly pres- like get past where the current Walking Dead season See, is. Now, that's the thing. Like, sometimes... But that's, that's a little ambitious. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that, that proves that they're, they're really treating this as a separate product. And it's not like it's not something that we need to worry about them like, oh, this is the week where the Arrow and the Flash team up. I mean, what? Like, I'm that's what I'm excited about, that this is going to exist as a separate product. I'm okay with that. I would really love to see something in the future of The Walking Dead, but also in the same sense of that, it almost does it kind of ruin the show for you, Uh, the current show. Like if like say they're like. This is 10 years after what's taken place oh. has taken place. It kind of, like, it's like, all right, well, we know things never get better, you know? I don't think it's going to be, like, telling like that. I, I, I just think that we're not going to see this exist as a prequel. It's going to catch up with The Walking Dead. Not necessarily show, like, a different world. Just showcase a different I don't, part of the same world. I don't want it to catch up, though. I want it to stay prequel. <laughs> Well, AMC is is not listening to you, I guess, because <laughs> they've actually gone out publicly and stated that this is going to <laughs> they, they eventually catch up. <laughs> they don't. They only they listen didn't. to Lou, and since we took a week off, they didn't actually hear us, so they were like, well, I, I guess we don't have Zamp feedback. We better just go ahead and move this show past <laughs> The Walking let's, Dead Prime. Let's put, a, let's put a song in there for them. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, nice um, party. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm excited about the spinoff. I, I really like... The, the way walk especially with this last week's episode how the walking dead is treating the zombie genre and yeah sure the same name attached to the same genre 
yeah, same time piece of content same sort of like writer slash setup same world it feels like it should be boring but i'm actually excited to see more of this world I'm, especially I'm, when i'm not saying i'm not excited for it i'm definitely no. excited for it but i feel like all the information that they've given us as viewers has not been exciting it's been like it's more of the walking dead which is like okay i'll watch yeah. it but you're not selling me and you're already being like yeah we're going to do two seasons but do you want to be sold like part of the reason i hate yeah. like the video game industry right now it's like we want you to pre-order this so here's no, no, the no. prequel no, no, no. trailer not, not, the launch you're, you're trailer not, you're misunderstanding me i'm not telling t- saying i want to be marketed to i'm saying okay. they're not giving me enough information to sell me on it like to make but me you're, want to be invested. Yeah. Okay. But but and and what I'm saying and what I'm saying is like that's fine. But I don't think we can we can complain that they're not giving us the stuff that you need to be. Well, unless you're saying you don't want to be sold on it, you just want to digest it when it comes out. I want well, to digest when it comes out. But I'm saying they're not. They they they're giving me. They went. Yeah, it takes place in L.A. Okay. <laughs> that's oh, that that that's not really. That's a lot like Atlanta. Okay. You're not giving me a different scenario, and then they go, "Oh yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a wife and her kids and a teacher and another teacher and his kids." Yeah, sounds a lot like what we're getting with Walking Dead. They, right. Yeah, well, let's try to protect their kids. Let's let me ask you guys this question. Okay. Did you ever watch CSI? No. Yes. Yes. I didn't like it. Did you enjoy it? No. No. Ryan, did you enjoy it? Uh, I enjoyed the first couple seasons and the first couple spinoffs but like yeah once oh, you it, did once because i didn't like like when miami came out wasn't a fan sure i feel like this is gonna well, happen to me again I, yeah that's kind of what i worry about but you're talking about like a crime of the week whereas the walking dead is a is a story it's a linear path story and i, I really do feel like a different setting with different characters gives them a chance to tell a different story. And they aren't, they are hindered by being strapped. I, I, I'm not sure why. I don't know. It's more fun to argue. If we all agreed, the show would be 10 minutes long and we just read links. Uh, but I think that, uh, <laughs> I think that with the spinoff, um, we get a chance to see these writers become unhinged from being strapped to content that was written f- five years ago. You know, like right now they are dealing with Alexandra well, and the main storyline, and that's strapped that, to a comic book. See, that's that's my problem with this spinoff is mm-hmm. I want them to write something that's original and different. Just, Give me something about that to be excited about. No, no, you just go. No, it's it's drama, family drama, oh. survival drama in L.A. That's what. So, that's all they've given us. Palm trees. Yeah, and I I have faith that they will they will give give us all give you what you want when the show actually premieres but what they're doing is they're not catering to you and i lou they're catering to the the people that aren't zombie fans that like walking dead and saying like guys guess what it's walking dead spinoff stay with me in la and it's a prequel so there's no mystery and you get more walking dead whereas for us it's like well that's great but we want to know why you're doing a spinoff as opposed to just more of walking dead yeah, palm trees. See, see, Ryan, I'm, I'm you're sorry, not I'm really selling trees. me, man. You're not really. I'm not trying me. to sell you. You're I'm making, on the you're same. Making, you're making my point for me. I know. I'm agreeing with you. I've, somehow, I've come full circle, and I'm agreeing <laughs> with you now. In the sense that 
I'm right there with you. I'm, I, I'm maybe not in the sense that I am excited mm. to see it, but I also want to see how they're going to prove the reasoning behind starting a spinoff. And I have faith in Kirkman because he he loves this stuff, and I think that he's going to give us a show that isn't just the Walking Dead spinoff. I think they're actually doing themselves a, themselves a disservice by not calling it something rather than yes. AMC's The Walking Dead spinoff featuring that chick from House of Cards season three, which she was fantastic in House of mm. Cards. Well, so I'm looking forward to that. Let's, let's switch gears real quick. Let's go from Walking Dead to the Pacific Ocean. I love what you're thinking. The Walking Dead underwater. <laughs> no, Damn it, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a there is a zombie in the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. Is, no, is it near a shark zombie? <clears throat> he may be wood, but he's there and he's creepy. <laughs> uh, no, there there's, a, there's a uh, wooden mannequin, um, and uh, he's down in the bottom of the Pacific, and uh, he's scary. <laughs> he was sunk by uh, a marine biologist that was doing a, a some kind of study. So if there is a zombie at the bottom of the ocean. You can now share the word, spread the word. There's zombies at the bottom of the ocean. Crabs. Do they, do they sing? Uh, the crabs that are around this zombie look like they might sing. Under the sea. Oh with zombie God. Charlie. Uh, no, wait. What's his name? Dudley? Hey, that still rhymes. Hey, you did With zombie you Dudley. Right? Yeah, I know. I, I practiced. I don't know. Those crabs are kind of creeped me out, though. So it's just a zombie, the bottom of the ocean, near the Van- Vancouver Island, British Columbia. Hey, you're near there. I Yeah, that's just across the street from Ottawa. All right, go take a dive. <laughs> I, you know what? That I'm afraid of crab. Crab. <laughs> Not zombies, though? Well, that's no. a cool video. You guys can check that out on io9 if you want to get creeped out yourself by the crabs or the yeah. zombie. Depends um, if you're afraid of crustacean. But something interesting, though. Um, there's a website called... Um, well, I think it's they, they go by Zombie Town USA. Uh, it's a map that'll show you exactly how long it'll take for an infection to spread throughout the country of these states here Ooh. united. That's interesting. Um, yeah, so I started on my, my old hometown of Boston, Massachusetts. And uh, it's been 802 hours, okay? And it's got a good chunk of the East Coast already covered in infection. Not Florida for some reason. Maybe Florida was already infected and they just don't care. There's so many old people there, they're already dead. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, they, um, you know what's funny, though, is it makes you think, like, okay, so when I did this, I was talking to Lou and I was like, hey, at 24 hours, most of Massachusetts is gone. That's one day for an entire state to be infected by the zombie vague, the zombie vague, zombie plague. I wonder how long it would take to do the whole country. Well, I'm getting there. <laughs> did you start it like as soon as we were supposed to start recording, or no? I did it. Yeah, when we were supposed to start before you got here. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna keep bringing that up. <laughs> um, no, Sorry. but it's pretty cool. You can go to the website. We'll have a link for it in the show notes. And um, plop, plop, uh, plop. Why don't you go ahead and plop something down there? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's pretty neat. I, I enjoy this kind of stuff, and you can actually um, increase and decrease like. Uh, how quick the zombies can move and how slow they are or you know the uh they call it the uh, kill to bite ratio where like it, you know it may not affect you right away kind of deal but uh you can increase that decrease that i like that kind of stuff interactive it's fun really you know neat. yeah it's and a, a cool little project. side note 
Little side note, have you ever played Plague Inc.? Yes. yes. Uh, Bob Itis took the world by storm. I'm just going to say yeah. that. That's, uh, that's, they have an actual zombie virus mode, don't they? They do now in the uh, now PC they do. version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool beans. Yeah, no, I, I have not played that version, but uh, no, I really dig the this Google map visualiza- visualization. Still said Vis- it wrong. Visualization. Visualization. Uh, visualization. It's very spooky to watch the United States slowly become red. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it just makes you think like, and like you you go back and forth because part of you is like, no, we would stop it by then. And then part of you is like, what if we couldn't? You know, like that's how it happens, right? That's what they talk about. But I don't know. It's kind of creepy, but it's fun to watch. Yeah. More on that later. (laughs) Is that our thing? That's all, that's what we do now. Uh, so I think uh, I think we're good. You should we talk about The Walking Dead now? We got a lot to go through, Bob. Yeah, we got an episode, maybe another one if we remember what it's about. <laughs> but let's break it down for you guys, and uh, let's go over uh, season five, episode thirteen and fourteen of The Walking Dead. I know how this is going to go with Pete. There's only one way it can go. I think he might kill him. I uh, jumped sure, right but... to the end. <laughs> Wait, that was in the beginning? That was um, the end of end. Well, most of the middle of that episode with it were things like... Mother dick. And, uh... Hey, uh... You okay to hang tight? I need to send a fax to Cleveland. Really? Who says that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they actually have fax machines in Alexandria. <laughs> no, I don't think that's what he's talking about. <laughs> oh! You, wait, what was he talking about? He was taking a shit. Oh, see, I was trying to what place the hell, it like. Ryan? Was it like a Cleveland steamer thing? Was wait, that the joke? Wait, what? I don't know. What do you think he's gonna actually go fax someone in Cleveland for? He's like, hey, hold on. they could have an Alexandria base in Cleveland. I don't know. I don't write this shit. I can just picture you like, oh yeah, like you're you're watching it with your wife. And you're like. Oh, yeah, because Cleveland. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. <Sorry>. Cleveland Steamer. <laughs> uh, stop saying that. <laughs> I said, what? I didn't say it again. Oh, man, that's funny. Anyways, what what happened in the episode before the facts to Cleveland? Um, yes, okay. So that was that was episode 14. We'll skip back a little bit for 13. Uh, we joked about this before the show, but um, 13 was a very story-heavy, um, kind of leading up to what's going on in this little town. Um, was that the one with the party or was that, yeah, yes. that was the one with the yes. party, right? So yes. the episode starts off and they're kind of like, what are the, what, what are the survivors doing? They're kind of like, what do we want to do? Do we want to play it safe? They make a plan to, uh, steal some guns back just in case, not to use, but just to feel safer in the community, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the funny thing about that is if you go to the party, uh, Rick's talking to, uh, oh God, I'm drawing a blank there. What's her face? Blondie? Yeah. Or no, Jesse. Jesse. Is that I her actually name? know her. Yeah, Jesse's her name. Okay. And um, you, Andrew Lincoln's a really good actor. Because um, you get this whole vibe that maybe maybe he does like 
the uh, maybe he does like the community. You know what I mean? I know what it is, Lou. <laughs> That's why it's funny. <laughs> so, this is off the rails. <laughs> I know what it is. Why would you send me a good? Why else would I say it? Oh my god! <laughs> I, I wish people could see us right now. <laughs> Let's just explain to him what's happening in Skype. Here we got a link from Lewis. Is for you, Ryan. <laughs> dot 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 dot, and it's Urban Dictionary definition of Cleveland steamer. Source search. I I wouldn't have. I <laughs> where would I have got Cleveland steamer from without knowing actually what you it was? Thought the guy was making effects. <laughs> No, that was the I just joke. To make sure that we were clear that you understood what you were talking about. Yeah, you yes. know with your Canadians. <laughs> well, we don't call them Cleveland. Know. We don't call them Cleveland steamers up here. We call them Saskatoon whiskeys or something. Well, I, I wasn't sure if you might be confused because there is actually a company <laughs> called Cleveland Steamers. Yeah, they are a toilet company, aren't they? Uh, uh, they're a they're a rug cleaning company, I believe. What? I can't even do this. You look ridiculous. I know. I'm they, sorry. They just steam. What were? Oh, those poor I'm, people. I'm crying. <laughs> you and me both, Bob. Right, okay. So, anyways, uh, can right, we get back to episode thirteen? Yeah, There's some key stuff in this episode that happens. Let's get serious. All right. I'm serious. Um, the gun they hid is gone. Yeah. What in the, to that? They, hid they never really explain that, right? They don't really know, but we do see they say uh, once again. Took it. Yeah, they well, they say someone took. Obviously, someone took it, but like they gotta understand that they were followed by Aaron for the longest time, according to Aaron. So someone must still be keeping tabs on them, and and like maybe thinking, oh well, I'm gonna yeah. take this gun. It's protecting them by not allowing them to have guns. They're still a little edgy, and I think that's fine. We've seen that, but I think that it's also the show continues to tease these walkers with the W carved into their heads. Now this time, this they, season, they definitely brought it up though. They did. They, like, straight out, what the fuck is with these Ws? But I think this is the first season we've got that they've, like, they've actively teased something. Like, they teased Morgan the first half of the season, and now the second half we've got the Ws. Like, is it... Is this all going to come crashing down on us at the season finale? Or are they doing, like, are they setting something up further down the line? Like... I want to see the payoff to this stuff. Like, they are starting to set up questions that I hope they have answers to in the near future. I I think they're setting up questions that we won't get answered this season. But see, that's the problem. Two episodes left. Yeah, two two episodes one two episodes left, one being ninety minutes. But that's the issue, Lou, is that there was another show that did that called Lost, and people were furious when those answers were given to us way way farther down the line and they just did not live up to the weight and i really hope that they don't do that same thing here um i I, i'm not sure what they could like at least it's easier to explain zombies with w's carved into their heads than a polar bear on an on a tropical island but yeah i'm just saying like i want to see some payoff even if it's next season early that's fine by me well yeah there's some speculation out there because and, and this isn't really a huge spoiler but um we saw in one of the episodes, I think we talked about it, where they said the wolves are here or the wolves are coming. <clears throat> um, spray painted in, in Noah's old hometown. Yes. Uh, wolves, I don't know if you guys know, but it starts with a W. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe the wolves are like a rogue group of people right. from no, there's the a, exiles. There's a couple and... groups in there. Um, you know, there's a group that I think were called the DC Scavengers. Yeah. Um, 
and then there was the Saviors. But uh, this it is could be a setup to something right? bigger. We don't know. I it mean, could it, be an yeah. entirely new villain. It could. It could be maybe. I don't know. Maybe Morgan's trying to send them a symbol, like, "Hey, remember when you gave me that radio and you said face west or something?" I don't know. You know what I mean? Like maybe it could be anything. I I think your wolf sphere theory is is great because I think like look at the way they did the hunters in in this show and that it's like guys we can set up the same like scenarios without having to tell the same story and maybe they still set up the Alexandria scenario but do it with a different group of people like the wolves like that's not a far stretch like no. like you said wolves starts with W boom basic <laughs> alphabet. Um, <laughs> Boom! Basic alphabet. I I just I I don't know. We we won't get answers for a while. Uh, the way these episodes have sold uh, sort of culminated into like leaving us with two episodes left. I wonder, unless the 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 penultimate episode of this season is such a dry episode, I don't I I think we're gonna get two jam packed episodes. I don't see how they they have. Time. I don't know. I, I, well, I think they have time, but I don't see them doing another dry episode in order to sort of like have like I think there's going to be the Alexandria internal conflict in the next episode, and then the episode after that is going to be like like shit. We need to stop this human squabbling and start focusing on our problems outside the walls now. Whether that is a zombie outbreak of some kind or an external factor or external force of other humans. But anyways, we're getting ahead of ourselves. That's all still, we still don't have any hints as to what else is happening outside the walls. No, all you, the drama is gotta, within the, the drama is all inside the walls right now. Um, mm-hmm. I love how in this episode though, uh, Aaron kind of connects with the one guy you didn't think he could connect with, which was Daryl. Yeah. The redneck. Yeah. And it was just really cool to see Daryl's character kind of like starting to trust other people. And like they give him a motorcycle, that was awesome. Yeah, and uh, that's we all know that's the way to Daryl's heart is through his motorcycle. But the crazy thing is, is when the, when uh, Carol stole the guns at the end, Daryl was the one that didn't want the gun, and Rick went ahead and took it. And you're like, whoa, all right. Yeah, that was a good role reversal. I think Daryl maybe sees that, like, okay, like at least I can trust Aaron. I don't think we need the guns. Like, well, but not I don't just that, blame but it's them. made. I say it's made perfectly clear that Daryl is being followed like a hawk. Like it doesn't seem like he can go anywhere without somebody kind of like being to the sidelines watching him out of the corner of their eye. So for him to even carry a gun would be a bad idea. Yeah. And and he's got a crossbow too, right? So it's like probably doesn't need a gun. Yeah. Well, like you guys were saying, we got two episodes left. Um, There's not going to be a dry episode from here on out. Um, so episode 13 kind of ended and Sasha's going through some almost like a PTSD type of deal you know well yeah. Also, they also reveal how naive this town is oh I love her comment like that's what you're worried about I love that comment when she kind of yells at the woman at the party right well not just that but they. Bo- they I thought they had people in the towers watching the, watching around them and they're like no it's yeah. just a gun about. sitting in the tower. And yeah, it's really it's really weird. Like, it's it's they're too comfortable, and I think that's what really sets Rick Rick and Carol sort of down a path of 
we cannot get comfortable because they've seen time and time again that the zombies are the least of our concerns. Well, now, mind the, you, they uh, probably... <clears throat> sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that I, I really do think that the reason Andrew... or Andrew... <laughs> I'm calling him by his actor's name. I'm, I'm reading the wiki, reference in the Wikipedia article. Rick, Rick and Carol, I think they're uneasy because they know that it won't be the zombies that... Like, they've got the walls. The walls seem like they will keep the zombies out. They don't have to worry about another prison incident. It's the people they have to worry about. And that includes protecting themselves from the people inside and possibly outside. Because that's the whole reason the governor came after them in the first place. They were in a place of security. And I I think at this party, they're sizing them up and they're saying, like, yeah, if anything were to go down, we'd go down right there with them. Like, yeah. they're not ready. And you're, I agree with you. Sasha's reaction was just, like, perfect. I think Rick's kind of... Rick's got to learn to hold his alcohol kissing a married woman, but I I don't know. Like, oh, he was, was just being Southern friendly. Well, is that really like, I, I mean, maybe, I know the French do that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure if it's this episode or the next episode, but they make it clear that basically they asked them about the tapes and it, the, the tapes come up and it sounds like Rick and them told them the whole story. Like, right down to the cannibals. That was this episode. I, was it this episode? The 13th episode, yeah. Okay. Because when that came up in conversation, I was like, wait a minute. Um, they talked about running into cannibals, the governor, and all that stuff. And it sounds like that all came to light. How could they not be afraid of what's outside those walls? Like, are they that stupid? Yeah them that people could easily climb up them or they could be pushed over. Right. Just like and you were saying last week, Lou. We we already seen the 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 girl in the town climb out through one of those over one of those poles. No, it's not safe. Right. Um <clears throat> but that episode basically ends with uh How does it end? I don't even remember. Oh, Sasha at the gate and she kind of let her out of the gate, right? Yeah, to go yeah. on that lookout kind of thing, and yeah, it was a it was a decent episode overall. Told some good character development story, which I really liked. Um, let's get it into just the didn't real. Feel it didn't feel like it was something we needed to rush over. I mean, we had a scheduling conflict. We would have talked about it for an hour given the opportunity, but I we get these episodes every once in a while. I understand the story set up. They're not bad. They're not. They're bad, not. No, though. it's not that they're bad. It's just like it's not that the typical zombie walking dead episode that you want, but I think they fully almost too much. So made up for it in the next episode. Oh my God. Uh, guys, there's a picture online of Carl picking up a comic book when they first got to Alexandria and it's called wolf fight. Dun, dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun. Uh, there's so many things they do in the show. Yeah. So let's talk about episode 14. Um, holy crap. Um, yep. Amazing, amazing episode. Um, we talked about it before the show. Sometimes The Walking Dead doesn't do a very good job of uh, disguising who's going to meet their demise, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, when a character that doesn't normally get a lot of screen time starts really getting in front of that camera, you kind of go, mm, bye-bye. Uh, Unfortunately, I, but there's And been... I think, I was going to say, and I think we discussed that a certain character may be leaving to go to another show. And that his time, his screen time would be limited. 
I just didn't think that the next time we talked, he'd be dead. Yeah, they cut they cut <laughs> him up quick. <laughs> yeah, um, they tore him out of that thing real quick. I'm a, um, literally. I'm yeah, but we're talking. Uh, sorry, go. Yeah, go. Tell me what you're saying. I just want to say this before. I mean, and you guys that are listening, you probably have watched the episode. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of Noah's character. Like, I didn't hate him. I didn't like him. Kind of deal. I just kind of felt like he was there. But when his death scene came up, they did such a good job of making you feel like the worst person in the world. Like, I felt absolutely awful during that scene to the point yeah. where I was – I felt sick to my stomach. I was like, oh, my god. And I don't know if it was because I felt for Glenn or the way it happened or what they did. But, we'll, I mean, we'll get into a little bit more of it later. Uh, we can kind of set it up with the uh, survivors going on a supply run. Right. Glenn mm-hmm. and the people that he knocked out last week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which, which you'd think what, Glenn would, like, maybe not want to go out with them again. Well, not just that. You'd think Glenn wouldn't want to go out with them again, which you just, again, it shows the naive the, the naiveness of the woman who's in charge. Because you'd think that she'd be like, okay, let we'll send out Glenn and a couple of other people, not send him out with the two people he got in a fight with last week. If I were Glenn, though, I would be more concerned, not because I got into a fight with him, but because they weren't the most prepared or the, the most well-established looters, you know? Right. Like, mm-hmm. They didn't have that common sense to them, and I would be kind of nervous going out with them. But um, they end up going to this place for Eugene. He's going to make something of himself, right? Building uh, What's he building over there? Uh, he's, he's, he's repairing their solar-powered ah, uh, yes. battery. Because he's Eugene and he's not a scientist. Um, he's just really, really smart. Yeah. So, like, he's got the parts. He doesn't even want to go. Typical Eugene, right? He's like, oh, no, they all look like this. You guys go without me. Like, he feels like he shouldn't be there. And uh, you're kind of getting sick of Eugene at that point, right? I don't know about you guys, but I was just like, just kill him off. Like, I don't like him. Like, he's kind of funny and quirky, but I, I just don't want, you know what I mean? Well, no, I felt like, why are they forcing him to go? Yeah, they, well you, they, either they're going to make or break him in this episode was my thought. Yeah, and that happened obviously, but yeah, uh, yeah. There was a point though, uh, and it was funny too because there's also the side story that we can get out of the way real quick between Carol and uh, Blondie's son, where she kind of learns Jesse's son. Yeah. Come on, Jesse's girl. Um, Je- no, it's a boy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Close though. <laughs> you you were about to sing, weren't you? <laughs> no, no. Um, she kind of like he's like falling around asking for cookies and stuff. Because <laughs> she he saw her he saw her steal the guns in the previous episode, and she was a total jerk to him too. By the way, yeah. like Carol got yeah, my she... huge douchebag award on that one. She was like, she... "Oh, don't don't if you ever tell anyone, they're gonna I'm gonna tie you up to a tree and they're, they're gonna eat you alive." What? Yeah. She laid it on real thick, and that kid's like probably like ten, and who yep. boy probably scarred him. Although he must really like cookies to come back to that woman like that. <laughs> but uh, two chocolate bars. <laughs> yeah, I mean that whole thing was obviously setting up the clip we played at the start of our Walking Dead talk, in, in that uh, you know Jesse's in what appears to be an abusive relationship, and we see the signs of it with. You know, Jesse not necessarily being opposed to Rick's advances, but also flinching. There was, I think I caught, maybe I was reading into it, but I'm pretty sure she flinched when her husband, like, touched her back to kind of get her walking. I think it was the end of last episode. 
Um, it was a yeah. subtle thing, but you could definitely tell it was there. And with this episode, we uh, we were treated to Jesse's wonderful owl structure being torn apart, and then her son asking for a gun. <laughs> like they're they're really well, like hinting at it, and then all of a sudden, it's like putting up giant signs that says this well, man they, beats his wife. Well, not even hinting at that. In the last episode, when they introduced the 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 gun sequence where he finds her stealing the guns, you're worried that he's going to tattle on her. You know yeah. what I mean? And that they're going to get, the the shit's going to hit the fan. And you're like, oh, 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 this is more, this is crazy drama is going to happen in the next few episodes. And then what you realize in this episode is like, oh yeah, he's, the, 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 what what you were afraid of is not what you should be afraid of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, um, it's a storyline that I'm excited to see what happens because you obviously, um, that whole Carol side story, she tells Rick and Carol knows she was in an abusive relationship. Remember? Yeah. She could probably Um, see it a mile away before we got the very, very unsettled. And that's why, that's why she went over to the house and then talked to the dad. And she almost got that. Like, um, she like, when she leaned back, like when he was talking like that smell of alcohol in his breath kind of feel, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's like a drunk, abusive relationship type of deal, and she tells Rick, and now they're they're over there in Alexandria, and Rick's pretty much like he's got some sort of connection with this Jesse girl, <laughs> and uh, yeah. he um, kissed her on the cheek and everything. But uh, how, how does that go from here, though? So they're going to come back. Now this so I, I guess we'll have to get everything else out of the way for us. I'm trying to think of how to talk about this, but so the supply run goes really bad. They find mm-hmm. this warehouse. They scope it out. Now at first the son there uh was it, is it Adrian? Yeah. Um yeah. At uh, first n- Nicholas. A, Nick and then Adrian, right? Yeah. Yeah, Adrian's the son and Nicholas is the uh friend. The other guy, yeah. And uh so Nick wants to just run in there and whatever and Glenn's like we gotta find some exits and now Adrian at that point was like nah Glenn's right and you're kind of like alright alright this maybe this kid's not too bad you know and uh he then he shot a zombie now what exploded it was a grenade, a grenade. on uh because they mentioned something about it looks like X was here I can't tell whether it was the army were they talking about the army I think it was the army yeah, they reference a specific group of people. Like, I I didn't really catch it. It was either police. I th- well, now seeing the person they were shooting at, it was definitely the army. And yeah. it could still be around. I think so they just say be the careful. military. It's just military, yeah. like vague. I think you're right. And and what happens is, like, yeah, I agree with you, Bob. I was like, oh, this could be good. There seems they're okay with letting Glenn take over. He's definitely more experienced. And Aiden's yeah. been knocked on his ass. So he's learned his lesson. And. Um, but still he ignores very good advice not to shoot the armored zombie and, uh, you know, some would say impeccable aim, um, hits the grenade on, on this military army or military zombie and causes a chain of events that we will remember for a good time to come. Well, that was kind of cool too, to see a zombie in military fatigue attire kind of stuff. We haven't really seen a lot of that in this show. We we have, but we saw it back at the prison. Yeah, way back. Yeah, the prison guards. But it's funny to see that kind of out and about, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, so the grenade goes off. You think Adrian's dead. The other guys got blown away. They can't find Eugene. Um, Glenn's, Glenn's kind of trying to take everything over, right? Yeah. 
see, my my issue was is so the 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 zombie in military riot gear shows up, and my first thought was, yeah, well, don't waste your bullets on him. Go up and stab him in the head. And what does the guy do? It looks like he empties an entire clip into him. Yeah, it really. Does. And I was like, and I was like, well, that was a waste of bullets. What did you think yeah. you were gonna do? But the whole setup with these two guys is that they just they're untrained and the reason they're they're still alive right now yeah they're cowards and they let other people take the hit so they can escape and that's the whole reason they're still alive and kind of the whole reason shows you it shows you what a good guy glenn is too because when that grenade went off they get separated they think adrian's dead because he's pinned like a, a a steel rod going through his stomach and one through his shoulder yeah oh it's and you're aiden aiden sorry aiden yeah that sounds right uh, so you're kind of like, ooh, that's a rough way, you know? And then he starts talking, and you're like, oh, he's alive. And Glenn's the first guy that says, we got to go get him. And his friend Nick was like, no. <laughs> well, like, his no, friend that's Nick not was. what we do. We leave him. Yeah. yeah. But, that, but Nicholas said, like, I checked him. He was dead. He's like, well, you obviously didn't check him very well. Like, you got out of there as fast as you could. Yeah. And um, so they try and save Aiden and. Nick actually says to him at one point, this is what we do. You know, we left them behind. They're dead because of us, and this is why it was because of us. Kind of a whole deal where you kind of learn that they're actually – the whole story they set up last time wasn't really what it was cracked up to be. Like they're actually cowards in this situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they run from everything. Yeah. Um, So he runs away from them again as Glenn's trying to save him. And then finally Aiden's like, just let it go, you know. Now what sucks is – he wasn't able to kind of put him out of his misery because oh, Noah right. just grabbed him out of nowhere. And Noah's like, we're out of here. Like Noah's a man well, on a mission. They were about to die. Now we should mention that Tara suffered a head wound and was in an office with Eugene and they were trying to stabilize her while they went out to try and get Aiden. But yeah, this, this is the part of the episode where I'm reminded that this is first and foremost a zombie show, and I can't yeah. remember the last time we got such a brutal death. And, oh. and this was my reaction before the end of this episode, and I, I literally, I couldn't remember because all the other deaths were just like, yeah, sure, we get the zombie headshots, and that'll make any squeamish person go, Ooh. and we do get the human on human violence, like with the cannibals, we got the hacking to pieces bit, but nothing this graphic in a very long long time time. now guys i want to put it to you can you remember the last time we've gotten such a violent zombie death i it's got to be i i don't even think season four had anything like that um the last the last time i remember violence to that degree is back in the before the the premiere of the season which one was that when they had the guys leaning over the trough Oh, 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 yeah. That was pretty bad. That was actually pretty brutal. It wasn't really a walker yeah. death, though. No. No, it wasn't, but I, I agree. That was probably the last time I, I really got that bone-chilling, like, oh, gosh, oh, I don't want to see this. And this was like a lingering shot of, um, that seemed to be the theme of the episode, lingering shots of just zombies tearing into this into Aiden's like chest and just like, it was like old school zombie effect style it reminded stuff. Reminded me of uh, just, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah, just yep. pulling and gnawing and just agonizing screams, and it's like, this is what this this is really gross, but also super effective, and it it really reminds you how brutal this world is. Like like 
we we often joke, oh, the zombie apocalypse, the zombie apocalypse. But like when they really show it, it's not something you want to experience. Yeah, exactly. And right. <clears throat> then that's the first death. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. So that's my reaction after the first one. Eugene's talking to uh, Tara too. Uh, Tara, right? And um, he's saying like things aren't his fault. And then he sees an open doorway. And uh, he escapes with her, and he actually shoots some zombies. Yeah, he shoots he gets him. one. Yeah, he kills two. One. I think he kills one. He kneecaps the other, and then as he gets closer, he shoots it in the head. Yeah, and it, like yeah. the gun was shaking, and he did this whole Eugene thing, but he did it. He manned up. There so you now go. That they've proved him. Now that they proved him as a character, does he die next episode? I don't think he's gonna die at this season. Or at least not until the finale. But it's the exact moment where, you know, like I said, he was they were either going to make him or break him by forcing him to go. And you totally expect him to be the one that kicks the bucket. Yeah. And he's the, total, he's the one that doesn't, uh, doesn't kick the bu- bucket. He toughens up and, and, and makes his way through the whole, whole scenario and survives. Yeah. And it's not what you expect. You expect him to fall apart like he did the last time. Well, he, no, it was good to see. It was fun to watch too. Um, yeah, and he kind of saved the day, quote unquote. I mean, yeah, there would have well, been more deaths if he hadn't have. Uh, yeah, let's talk about the the most interesting scene I think I've ever seen in this show was um, Glenn, Noah, and that kid Nick get stuck in a revolving door with walkers on both sides. Um, it's a, Glenn, it's a Glenn direct, and Noah. What? Yeah. Oh, well, I was just going to say, it's a direct, like, dead decision. Like, these are the type of scenarios that inspired that early uh, oh, Zamp yeah. segment. And I'm, I'm again, the reason we discontinued that segment is because The Walking Dead, our inspiration for it, was always better with coming up with these scenarios. And this Good. is just a classic, like, dead decision type scenario. And um, Nicholas, uh, yeah, huge douchebag. <laughs> Oh my god! Like it, and it, like so, Nicholas is on one side of the revolving door, and Glenn and Noah are on the other side, and zombies are, are on the inside of the building and also on the outside trying to get in. And uh, then Eugene drives by, and in all calm, he's like, "Hey, come and get me! Hey, come and yeah, I'm over here." You know what I mean? And that yeah. Little Eugene voice, and you're like, "What is he doing? He's so funny." But um, so he kind of distracts some of the walkers from the front. And Glenn gets this idea of, hey, I can bust out of this, but it's going to take both of you guys to hold that door while I do it. And the first time he does it, Nicholas gets all scared because the door kind of moves a little bit. Here's what bothers me. No, we've all seen the episode. Noah decides to pansy out and just try and escape on his own, which automatically opened the door to Glenn and Noah's thing. Mm-hmm. There was that yeah. second, man, of Glenn just looking at Noah and Noah saying, don't let go. You know, and like you just felt it. Right. You know what I mean? You were just like, oh my God, that guy just screwed you over so bad. And he gets dragged away. And I'm like, oh my God, no. You know, like that sucks so bad. And then he comes back. <laughs> and that was oh. the worst thing about it. Like he literally gets thrown back up against the door for Glenn to have to watch in like face to face. Glenn has Gruesome. to sit there and see zombies literally. I think the hashtag on Twitter was everyone ate Chris or everybody ate Chris. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
it was just it was such a powerful scene because at first you're like you're you're losing a character that they you know walking dead is very good at this almost so much so that they damn themselves and they're like yep that guy's gonna die they build up noah and they built him up to this this point where it's like if they were to rip him away from us right now literally which they did it would it would hurt us and it did and when he was pulled away i was like damn it he's dead and i was like that's unfortunate seems like we're going back to well obviously glenn's gonna punch nicholas out a couple times or possibly kill him um but we got we got to go back to alexandria now this we lost him and then he just gets thrown up against that glass and you're like oh great yeah we're gonna get to watch he has that he has that look on his face too like right before it happens like because like it almost like he got dragged one way and they almost got forced the other way and he had that look on his face to glenn like that one second before it happened of like this is gonna fucking suck you know like and like everyone i think everyone watching it was thinking the same thing you're like no 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 like that's what i was doing the whole time i was like don't do that no don't do that and uh, i was i was just i was flabbergasted i was upset at nicholas upset for glenn to have to watch like that scars people to see him torn apart like that and kudos to the effects team on this show because stellar job just showing uh, noah die in such a fashion that it's just it looks so realistic i i saw behind the scenes video of this uh, amc is really good at posting like the how we how we killed him kind of episode yeah, uh, yeah. behind the scenes stuff and the one for noah is fantastic it like shows the character interviews and the effects they use and how like the shot by shot of pulling him out and then replacing him with the dummy and it's just really well done and uh it's looks beyond really well cool. done like they saved some budget money for this because even aiden's death you know those those were two hard deaths to watch yeah um whether you you know no one liked aiden but you were still like ah <laughs> like that was just like gross. gross but then noah's was just like heart-wrenchingly bad and like i was and like i said i wasn't a huge fan of noah's character didn't like him one way or another but the way it happened, I was like sick to my stomach after watching, and I said, "You know, bravo, AMC, you you, you got me good there." <sighs> that was tough. That was a tough watch. But and, you can catch and, uh, you can catch Noah, the the actor that played Noah, Tyler James Williams, on the new hit CSI spinoff, CSI Cyber Crimes. Cyber, or is it criminal? Yeah. Is it Criminal Minds, Cyber Minds, or something? I don't. know. I think it's just CSI Cyber or something like that. I thought I but, read uh, it was like Criminal Minds. <laughs> But. So my thing is too, like we end the episode, like Glenn, you know, obviously knocks Nick out. I'm surprised he didn't kill him. Um, they start heading back towards Alexandria, um, and then Rick finds out about the dude beating his wife and his kid, um, abusive relationship style. And uh, Carol ends the show with, "You're gonna have to kill him." Right, but the big, the big thing for me that I found a little annoying is we obviously know that when Glenn comes back. Aiden's dead, so uh, the woman in charge, I can't, I don't know her name, unfortunately. I really haven't paid much attention to her, except like the, every time she shows up, I go, oh, it's that crazy lady that's in charge. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but her son is obviously dead, right? Mm-hmm. We don't know if she's lost anybody yet. Uh, well, the, 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 I don't know, they talked about. That or no, that was the husband. Sorry, said so they all may have losses, right? Right, but it doesn't sound like they've lost family members. You know what I mean? So they've lost 
and, so you know she's going to obviously be upset that her son died when they come back. And uh, Rick is obviously going to, at, at some point, start a fight with Jesse's husband. Yeah. Okay, so we've got that lined up. Um, but where do you go first? Like, so does it happen where Rick goes to kick this guy's ass, and it's Deanna Monroe, by the way, that um, tries to break it up, and then Glenn comes in, and they lost Noah and Nick, and Glenn starts blaming Nick for it. And yeah, you know what I mean. Or they didn't lose Glenn; they lost Noah and uh, Aiden. And does that stop the fight between Rick and Jesse's husband? Or you know, like how how is it going to play out? Like, is it going to be one after another, or is it going to be all at the same time? Um, I, yeah, it's hard to say. I don't think we can get any more survivor deaths in this series or in this season right now. I think we can get Alexandria deaths, but I I would find it hard to believe that we would lose another main character from the show at this point. Yeah, I have a I have a distinct feeling that the next episode is strictly going to be internal Alexandria conflict. Um, there, it's going to be a bloodbath. People. Well, may die so as i was saying so oh and we're forgetting all about abraham oh yeah Yeah, he became construction foreman or something they're building they're building a wall and the construction foreman does the same thing that nick and uh aiden wanted to do yeah they go to leave Leave the woman (laughs) they're like leave her we need to stay alive leave her he's getting a little crazy too huh like those walkers are coming he's just smiling you know yeah, what does he say, uh, Bob? Uh, I don't know, Ryan. I believe it was Mother Dick. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Mother Dick. <laughs> um, Mother Dick. What can I get away with on cable? <laughs> Metal Gear. It, it, what? It's, it's a very comic booky line. It is. We can't. We can't. We can't get away with saying a swear. Yeah. So I'm gonna get the next closest thing. Yeah. Right. So absolute nonsense. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking. I'm thinking for episodes coming up, uh, I obviously here's what I think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to get a story about Alexandria, and people are going to be really tension high, you know, um, who's doing what to who, and who's you know this and that, and who who got who killed. It's really sure. going to divide them. Uh, last episode, total zombie immersion on Alexandria. Yeah, I, the, the way yeah. I the way I see the next few episodes unfolding is I think the next episode is going to be I think we get Glenn before we I think we get Glenn back to town before Rick makes any action against what's her name's husband. Yeah, I don't well, think the end that, of I was just going to say the end of this episode we hear them arrive. Oh yeah, you can kind of hear him yelling right in the yeah, yeah. when uh, good old priesty boy is. Uh, He's kind oh, of throwing them under the bus. That too. He and Maggie was sitting right there, right? Yeah, but she, he, she neither uh, the woman in charge or uh, the priest, uh, the priest uh, Father Gabriel, Father Gabriel realized that she was there. Yeah, so he's throwing them under the bus big time too. Like he's just like these guys are Satan, pretty much. <laughs> and which I mean, you have like this is the. Like we're we're not going to get into that conversation of of this guy's inspiration uh, for the speech, but I feel as though um, he's going out on a limb to use that type of language to convince somebody that 
especially Alexandria that feels sheltered. Sure, they've had to exile a few people, but I don't think they'd ha- they've had to actually experience Satan, uh, quote-unquote, in other human beings in the zombie apocalypse. Whereas Rick certainly has. I mean, the governor, easily uh, more evil than anyone we've encountered. The cannibals, for sure. And when you see him using that type of language... I don't know, I think it's a matter of opinion, but he comes off as a little off the hinge. He like, fits in with crazy. them really well, though, doesn't he? He just, because his whole story was <clears throat> he let everyone claw their, themselves outside of his church walls while he sat in there and they all died. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I'm not trying to be insensitive. I just, I feel like the way he described Rick's he group was like a little out there. Person. He does, Thank yeah. you. I'm, I'm glad I'm not on my own here. I'm not, You're again, not I'm not trying own. to be insensitive. He's, he sounds crazy, and when she when he leaves and she walks away, she doesn't look doesn't give give the camera the look like, oh my god, that guy's kind of nuts. It's like, huh, he had some important things to tell me, and that makes sense. Yeah. And I was like, no, if somebody came to me talking like that, I'd be like, yep, he's nuts. Need to keep an eye on him. And that's yeah, not the for... vibe I got from her. Oh, I agree. I I have a feeling that she's especially coupled with her with finding out the news that her son's dead. I think that's going to send her over the edge. And she is technically in charge, but I never got the sense that Alexandria is a huge community. I'm not suggesting that Rick is going to take over, but I really do think the next episode there's going to be a lot of tension. There's going to be some some solutions. There's going to be some um, not so great solutions. Some some. Some issues right. are going to crop up, yeah. but the solution will be some sort of external force introduced at the very end and and sort of r- explained in the final episode that's going to bring them together and then truly help them all realize that we need to stop squabbling and start to integrate and not worry about Rick's group taking over positions of power. You brought them in to help out, as Maggie had explained. You need us to take it, it does sound like very Frank Underwood House of Cards, but they really do need Rick's group to take over these high power positions to survive. Yeah, I'll say I'll end it on this one last note. Um, I hope it happens just like the comic book. <laughs> yeah, so you, you've read the comic books and I, I feel like you have... Okay, don't spoil it, but I feel like you have an idea of where this is going based on events that have taken place. Yay or nay? Yay. Uh, I okay. I feel like they're leading me in that direction. Um, but you never know with the show. They they like you know they can throw a curveball at any point in time. But yeah. uh, I feel I mean, like there's we, a. Sorry, I was just gonna say if we do have new listeners uh, or old listeners for that matter that are worried we never spoil the show based on the comics but i do like to get like spoiler free thoughts from comic book readers on this stuff because i find that fascinating yeah i think that direction is heading towards where i want it to go but um we'll see i mean this this show throws some wacky curveballs in there um you know what are you gonna do you uh you just go mother dick and take it from there. Uh, Every time something bad is about to happen, or I have to Mother prepare Dick. for something bad, I'm just going to exclaim, Mother Dick. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk a couple things before we stop talking about The Walking Dead. Uh, pretty funny uh, Facebook comment, and we use the song on the show because of this, but uh, 
um, the uh, Barry from Facebook wrote on our Facebook page on uh, facebook.com slash zombies podcast or zombies ate my podcast. Yeah, and, Zombies uh, ate my podcast. He wrote, uh, the van music had to be a nod to Zamp on The Walking Dead tonight. And uh, that was the same music you heard at the intro of the show. And uh, I picked that after uh, reading your comments, sir. I uh, really appreciate yeah. that. And uh, Barry, but um, <laughs> it, part of me says, yes, indeed it was. <laughs> well you know what if we if like this is the best venue to do it but it, i mean hey yeah right. if that was a nod to zamp and that person's listening that's awesome send Thank us you. a nod we'll make it anonymous that's fine but <laughs> if not we can just it was a really cool moment it was a little tongue-in-cheek and kind of like dickish of aiden to pr- prove that he hasn't quite grown up playing something yeah. like you're all going to die it's like really dude we're about yeah. to go on a on a supply crusade run. to get yeah. supply run, and there's zombies out there. That's a little much. I just thought it was funny. Um, you know, I and it's funny to me is that if I I actually read Barry's comment before I saw the episode, so I, at yeah, first same I was, here. I was like, what is he talking about? <laughs> but um, I thought he was talking like, about like Van Halen or something. Maybe there's like a Van Halen song, right? but then uh, an actual if van. I, if I had not heard like read his comment and then the the song played in the van, I wouldn't have thought twice. But because of his comment, I was like. Yeah, he's right. That was a nod to Zamp. Way to go, AMC and Barry. <laughs> we did it. We got there. Um, yeah. We also got a little bit of listener feedback. We're going to get – I mean, I guess we could do it a little – you want to do it now or at the end? I'll do it right now. All right, do it right now. So we got an email from Alan. He says, Dear Zamp crew, I wanted to share with you guys something zombie-related from my childhood. Attached is a scanned copy of a zombie <laughs> children's book I've had for 20 years or so. Um, as a li- now, you know, we won't get into the legality of, uh, scanning 20 year old books, but right. you know, we're not going to share it. So we'll keep it to ourselves. Uh, thank you, Alan. But as a little kid in the early nineties, we had these scholastic order forms come around the classrooms and you could select children's books to buy while other kids were buying Harriet the spy. I was like, give me the scary stuff. So I bought the from engine <laughs> box set and I've kept it all these years. In the back of the zombies booklet, you'll find some really, and I mean really bad zombie jokes, possibly too bad for the show. Uh, it's a bit juvenile, but I hope you guys enjoy flipping through it, Alan. Now, I have the zombie book, and at the end of the show, mm-hmm. people can look forward to a bad zombie joke from myself. Now, you know, I yes, they are really bad, probably worse than <laughs> Bob's, but hey, they're 20 no. years old. And I, I got to say, this is actually really fitting because i remember the first time i heard about zombies was in school and was around halloween and um i I do remember the scholastic order forms we'd get them once a month and i think it was halloween and we were like people were talking about their favorite you know monsters and someone said zombie and i'm like what's a zombie and i looked at the scholastic order form and there was these zombie books and i remember being i remember like just being chill to the bone to think that there was a monster out there that would eat people alive. Right. And it was pretty scarring for kindergarten. It would have been actually, uh, you know, 20 or so years ago as well. So that's actually kind of really cool. And I thought Scholastic was a Canadian thing, but nope. evidently it's from, it's from the States yeah, as well. We got so. it too, buddy. We got it too. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for the email, Alan. Really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, one more thing to mention, or I guess a couple more things to mention. Uh, Lou. We are on Alpha Geek Radio, isn't that correct? Yes, we are. We are going. We are on Channel Three. I like Channel Three. You guys should go check out Channel Three, and maybe we'll be on. I think it's a rotating thing, right? Yeah, it's a twenty-four hour schedule. We kind of thrown on every once in a while. 
Yeah. Well, here's the cooler thing. Um, we set up a Zombies Ate My Podcast Patreon, and uh, we're already halfway there to our live uh, show goal, aren't we? Yes, we yeah. are. So One far. donator put us halfway there. Yeah. Uh, you want to give him a little shout-out there, Ryan? Yeah, I want to give a quick shout-out to Kevin K., our first patron. You can go to patreon.com slash podcast, just like Kevin did. Throw us a couple bucks each month. And we'll unlock some really cool, uh, really cool levels. First up, of course, is our Zamco's live. We'll record live on Alpha Geek Radio each week. Um, possibly Wednesdays at nine is what we're looking at. But uh, yeah, if you want to hear us live, kick us a few dollars, and we'll continue to unlock new stuff. Um, first two are Zamco's live, and the next one is Zombie Video Game Stream. So if you want to mm. watch us play video games, that's also an option. But thank you again to Kevin K. Loyal listener. We've seen him pop up many a times. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, we really appreciate that. Thank you, sir. And uh, Ryan, why don't you just go ahead and finish off this wrap-up and we get out of this. We could blow this popsicle stand. Blow this popsicle stand. Mother dick. Um, Mother dick. I almost had it before you. (laughs) I know. (laughs) You could read my mind. Um, Go to our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com. Email us just like Alan did at uh, info at zombies ate my podcast.com follow us on twitter at zombies podcast leave us uh, comments and likes of all sorts at facebook.com slash zombies ate my podcast subscribe to us on youtube at youtube.com slash zombies ate my podcast where you can catch playthroughs of resident evil revelations 2 episode 1 penal colony and other <laughs> such zombie hits i just had to say that one more time i've gotten so good at it guys um, if you want to follow individual hosts, you can find myself at R. Murphy, Lou at Busy Zombie Lord, who you can find writing awesome stuff at indie-love.com. Your your uh, Tormentum review is going up soon, right, Lou? Uh, it should be up uh, Thursday or Friday. He played a really creepy... Uh, uh, adv- what? Damn it, it's blanking now. It, Point-and-click it's, adventure. It's a really creepy point-and-click adventure based off the artwork of H.R. Uh, Giger. It's really mm. weird and kind of creepy. Uh, you read more. You'll read. You can read more about it on Friday. Yeah, yeah. Definitely follow him and uh, and find out everything that he's doing because uh, his writing's awesome. Um, and then follow Bob at Bobbert F. And speaking of Bob and Lou, you should go to offthecuffshow dot com and subscribe to their podcast. Have we oh. talked about that on the show? Probably. Probably, but we should pin it again. Do you guys got episode two up there yet? Uh, we do not. It should be. Uh, it should be up the, this weekend. Yep, this weekend we'll have a new episode and some cool. ridiculous headlines to go with it. <laughs> yes, oh, I hope yes. so. Be uh, good. Awesome. Once again, go to patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast and help support the show. Finally, shout out to Joel Duggan for the awesome artwork that you see all over the Zamp interwebs. Find more of his awesome stuff at joelduggan.com. Uh, .com. Thank you so much, Mr. Ryan Murphy. But our time is near, and uh, I just want to say for now, whether it be a Cleveland steamer or a zombie, make sure you... Uh, Listen like your life depends on it. Hold on, I think Lou just sent another Urban Dictionary in here. <laughs> No, I did I'm not. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. You need uh sorry. Incoming bad zombie joke. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's see if I can do this. Bob makes it.
look easy, but I know it's not. Um, just a headline here. Beware, these jokes may cause you to laugh yourself to death. That's actually oh. not the joke. Oh. Um, <laughs> this is just terrible. What kind of coat does a zombie wear on a rainy day? I know this one. I know oh, this one. It? A brain coat. <laughs> no. A wet one. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad. All right. Uh, how do you say zombie in French? I don't know. Zombie. <laughs> no, you say zombie in French. <laughs> these are <laughs> terrible. These, these, these are zombie zingers, everybody. Zombie zingers. Uh, why did the zombie scratch her nose? Because it was itchy? Because, yeah, because now you got the hint. Because it itched. Yeah, there. I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Hey, before we go, though, um, I got a trivia question for each of you. Okay. Oh. I'm adjust my microphone. Um, here it goes. Mother dick. What do Anna and True. Sam... True. What? <laughs> what do Anna and Sam... I'll give this one to Ryan. Okay. What do Anna and Sam give Rick and Carol as a peace offering in episode four, season four? Do you want the options or can you guess? Anna and Sam. Mm. I'm trying to remember who those are. Oh, well, shit. No, give me give me the options. <laughs> A, fruit. B, candy bars. C, aspirin. Can I, aspirin. You look ridiculous. No. <laughs> oh. It is uh, fruit. Fruit, sir. Fruit. Who's Ann and Sam? This, uh, they're from season four. Okay. Uh, I can't even That was at least a year ago. Uh, hold on. I'm, I'm going to Google it right now. And, uh, I'm trying to remember. I, I, like, season four uh, is like. Aren't those the kids that died? Oh, yeah. Those, those are the two kids that died. And they said, oh, we have fruit. Um, as a piece, yeah, okay. Now, I'm kind of remembering now. I remember. Yeah, that was a tough one. I remember that. I really now. should rewatch the season after they're done. Yeah, because you can't. Anyways, I yeah, uh, I just Lou. Think... Lou, here's your question. Okay. What is the name of the sheriff's department Rick and Shane worked for in The Walking Dead? Are you ready for your options, or do you want? I to... I am ready for the options. Okay, Peachtree Sheriff's Department. Lake Landy County Sheriff's Department or King County Sheriff's Department? What was the middle one again? Lake Landy County Sheriff's Department. I want to say it's A. Is that what you're going to go with? A? Yeah. You look ridiculous. It is actually King County Sheriff's Department. It was C. C. That was a tough one because I don't even know that one. Couldn't even remember that one. I was trying to think of counties in in, in Georgia. Mm, I just say mother dick, mother dick. He said it like sounds like uh, two in that episode. Yeah, it's a, he sounds like uh, Duke Nukem. Oh, he'd be a perfect Duke Nukem. Ma- wow. Okay, if you guys make a Duke Nukem movie, uh, Abraham should be uh, Duke Nukem. You're telling me I should make a Duke Nukem movie? 